The Football Pod on Off The Ball. In partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the GAA Senior Football Championship. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. Hello there, and you're very welcome along to the final episode of Season 3 of The Football Pod with Paddy Andrews, James O'Donoghue and Tommy Rooney. I hope you're all well, boys. Any crack? No, man, not a bit. How are you keeping top? I'm good. I'm good. I'm... I'm I had a busy weekend. I was down in Cork, um, so we might come back to that in a couple of minutes. I presented that, yeah, a, a show with Owen Sheehan. He made his glorious return to Off the Ball after a year of travelling around South America. Is so he back now fully? He's back next week, I think. But they drafted him in through the, a road show. Or live road. They love the road shows. Yeah. How many were there in more Cork. at that road show than there was at Arwen and Croker? No, it was a bigger venue, but there wasn't the same numbers. I'd say there was probably Less. 600 at it last Ooh, night so not enough. as many no. as the Crow Park Roadshow yes. but it was yes. part of the Cork Podcast Festival so oh. great idea they had um, different podcasts all week long across the city I tell you what Jimmy should have been James Boy, was James Donahue's Cork <laughs> James Donahue's Cork is a great city it's a great city James. he should have been guest of honour it is a great city I, I don't know Cork very well what? I was Limerick I was Limerick College I was University of Limerick so all the boys went to Cork Okay. Where, where, and they love Cork give us your, uh, never really got what there. are your haunts in Limerick Jimmy I, work, I do a bit of work down in Limerick as you know down on O'Connell Street there to be fair all the nightclubs in Limerick actually oh. just go bust within 18 months of setting up <laughs> do you ever notice that <laughs> I don't know that I know you're on Trinity, Trinity Rooms the I, library house is still going though House, house, house wasn't even there no, when I was there. House is going well. There's a couple of great bars in Limerick. Icon and Smith's was the was the place. Okay. Smith's and Icon, unreal. But sure, you were probably training so much with Kerry, you didn't have time for any of that. And he was big Absolutely. on the Sigerson as well. Like. He'd have been yeah, wouldn't right. out in any college nights or anything. No. I was off for the whole winter, yeah. No Sigerson. Wasn't that? Well, I was usually, that, uh, usually surgery time around that time. But the best thing about Cork lads... Best thing about Cork, I was talking to one of the lads and from off the ball, Keen Fahey, who's from Cork. It's said, only an hour from Kerry. Well, there's that. But all the pubs in Cork that you want to go to are all within two or three minutes walking distance. Where about, great, where's like. the home in Cork? I'm not Patrick a man Street. for leaving a pub. Once you're settled somewhere, that's where the crack is. Oh. I hate fellas going, hanging out of you going, come on, we'll go down here now because I was texting this, this fella. <laughs> uh, I, I am delighted to be right here nah you like your stool you like your high stool and Absolutely. leave it there what if you're there yeah. I, I get it during the day like when you're settling and you're on a day sitting the sport is on the yeah. telly and you're like right we've got a good five hours oh, here but once you hit nine o'clock it's like come on let's jazz yes. this up a bit change a bit of scenery come on Absolutely, on. but like not one point here one no. point there like, minimum three and then then it's up for discussion yes up for discussion after yes. three yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be happy with that Thank arrangement. You. I, I agree with that. Well, I was trying to find a bar. It's actually hard to find a bar to watch football in with the commentary on. I actually found that yesterday. Walking around Cork, trying to get a bit of grub and a bar where I could watch the football Where'd and do a bit of work while I was Cork? waiting. I had a lovely so, time there in July. I was on Patrick Street. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely... Mm, no, it is a lovely spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what I did. I texted Tomas McCahy, who was joining us on the show last night. I said, Tomas, where do I watch the football and get a bit of grub? He said, Clancy's on Princess Street. Oh, the pizza was very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So um, it's hard I, to get a pizza wrong. That's like getting a fucking toasted sandwich wrong. Have <laughs> <laughs> a cheese. With <laughs> bang cheese. it in the oven for about two minutes. What you say? Were you watching the match there? I watched the soccer there. What soccer was that? Oh, uh, Newcastle, Liverpool. It was Newcastle, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. Watched a bit of City as well before. I'm just prepping for the day, you know, doing a bit of research on. So it was on like last JBM night. and Dave Barry. It was on last night. It was te- it was late last night. I drove back from many, Cork last night. How many points do you have before you went off? <laughs> no points actually I, I didn't have my buddies James and Paddy what? Who were uh, Yeah What's the point in the yeah, You need show? two two settlers Lads you need two points I don't think it actually suits me To have points before a show But I do it <laughs> Out of peer pressure That's a give in to peer pressure Do you remember please. Do you remember you brought me for two In Killarney before the show Remember I was awful nervous Before that show this year And you were making and you us said, nervous Tommy come on Trying to make us nervous Yeah it was half six The show was in an hour And you said Tommy We'll go for two points across the road Think you had four what was that, that little boozer? That was a great little boozer, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Bryan. Jimmy Bryan. Yeah, it was a great spot. Jimmy yeah. Bryan. Because you made us rehearse, which was a complete disaster. We were very yeah, nervous after you made us rehearse for something. Has to be off the cuff. Yeah. 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 Shoot from, from the There head. has to be that element of fear over what's going to come out of the mouth. <laughs> we learned that for Crow Park. It worked. Shoot from the hip. Shoot from the hip. Yeah, absolutely. Dublin was busy this weekend, Paddy. 
It was. Wow, lads. Bit of showbiz. Pure, like we said this, Todd Bowley, what a man. We've said it all through this season. The Americans, what a show they put on. I was in, leaving town on Thursday and Friday uh, from work. I worked for Trillium Square and town was fucking mobbed. All the Notre Dame fans. I don't think there was one person from Navy or the Navy College. But it was really? all Notre All the city centre, Stevens Green, Grafton Street, even on the north side, O'Connell Street, it was packed with American fans. Saturday, they closed the whole of Dame Street on Saturday. They shut down Dame Street. And did that work? Yeah, it was rammed. No, do you want to see the crowds? It was unbelievable. And the weather was shit as well. Like, But uh, the whole week, there was stuff going on around the city. What a show they put on, though. Jesus Christ, there was some going. Um, and it was sold out, the game. I didn't go to the game myself, now. I was uh, I was resting this week after my exploits in New York the week before. So <laughs> yeah. I had to put the feet up. But uh, town all There's serious cash in it, isn't there? Oh, man. Like, who? Do not they flew over the fighter jets and everything. Who, who pays for that? Who's paying for all that gear? Aer Lingus? Like, it, no? it's, it's um, the American Football Classic. I think there's a company there that are involved in doing that. So they would, they would obviously be organising a lot of it. Yeah. But are the college, like, like Dame Street was shut down and Notre Dame had like their fucking marching band going mm. mental and everyone's going wild for it. Who, are the college paying for it? Because he's in a lot of reaction on Twitter be. going, why does this not happen for the All-Ireland final weekends? And I was like, yeah, I hear you. Like yeah. Dublin Kerry to buzz around having a weekend of activities but somebody's mm. got to pay we're for We're still it. not doing we're still not doing the All-Ireland Final to its max I don't think are we? But that's it, 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 there's a cost Jimmy and like, you, know, you can't shut down a city centre street for a whole day someone's got to pay for that and I don't think the GA are going to do it so I'd love to know because it was all like it, they raised a couple of million for the economy and there's no doubt about it because the Yanks mm. were spending all week but uh, who was organising all of that? Who ran that? Because it was, it was unbelievable, like, around the city centre, it was class. Um, yeah. And imagine what it'd be like for a final. Like. I think they were expecting 40,000 Americans coming in, like, so, um, that was huge, but like, like, what what could they do? Like, I don't know. They, like, they, there's, they, there's, they just that, did. They basically shut yeah. down the city centre for this fucking college football game, like, and. But college football is so big. I actually is it bigger only than the realized how big. Do you know what I mean? It is. Nah, not here. It is. Over there. Not here. You're telling but me I mean, Dublin like, Kerry. They're, they're having 110,000 yeah. at every it's home. It's insane, game. yeah. It's bigger than professional sports over there, according to the latest Netflix documentary. Did you watch it? <laughs> what is Johnny Football. Uh, Did you watch Johnny Football? I saw that already, but no, I watched the next Swamp. one then on, um, on the Florida Gators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched Jimmy's the first picks. one now, yeah. T-Bow. He's too I, oh, holy binged, for me. He's very holy for Tim T-Bow. Yeah, yeah. No, not for I thought they were taking the mic. He was a virgin until he was about 25. So was I. But I mean, he must have had women hanging off him. That'd be a hard gig in El fucking Florida University. And he ripped to shreds. <laughs> An animal <laughs> quarterback in Florida University. <laughs> I don't buy that. I'm not buying that. Even no, he's, he's definitely of, telling Parkies. He was full of shit. Like, that was for the cameras. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a nightmare then he when he was went down the He a hammerman himself and Johnny Football. <laughs> You should have gotten a few nights out with Johnny Football. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tommy, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Yeah, uh, uh, Notre Dame's most famous quarterback, uh, their graduate, Joe Montana, was introduced to the crowd. And then we saw, you know, Hannah Tyrrell, Abby Shields and Kieran Kilkenny were out with the Sam McGuire and the Brendan Martin Cup at half, like the, uh, at the, on the pitch as well, you know. So, that, like, there was, there was some really good elements of... Uh, I didn't realise Joe Montana was Notre Dame. Mm. Obviously, 49ers legend. I see the good pal Grania yeah. McElwain got a photo with him. She was doing the MC. Yeah. Um, but like, even the, the choppers coming across, that's pure showbiz, wasn't it? Like, like mm. no, the game, nothing can happen in the game. It doesn't matter. It's just an event. The whole week yeah. leading up to it. I said I was at the Yankees last Friday, whenever Friday week ago. They're playing the Red Sox. Game was utter tripe, but what a show they put on! It's the experience. Oh, like. It's great game. Do they do the tailgating at the baseball? No. No, That's just the end it was all the subway into Yankee Stadium, but it was a lovely evening and everyone's outside boozing and uh, just all the music and all. It's a, a concert, the, like, basically. The sport is kind of concert secondary, with a little though, bit isn't it? Sport thrown in, yeah. The sport is secondary, the sprinkling of sport on top. Mm, yeah, I know. Well, next year, look, this is here to stay in Ireland. Uh, yeah. Georgia Tech and Florida State are back. There's a lot that we can learn from it, so we'll keep an eye on that. It's interesting, actually, um, 
being down in Cork amongst a lot of sporting legends last night, we had Jimmy Barry Murphy there, lads. Like, I had the pleasure of going through his career for the last week and watching back footage. This guy was the Georgie best of the seventies. Like, you're, when you, you like, sometimes you you stand, you go like, everyone, like everyone's a legend, right? You know, everyone talks about JBM, Christy Ring, Raj, Sonia, Roy Keane, Dennis Irwin. There's so many legends in Cork. How do you distill them down and pick? the best, the icon. But when you go back through some of the interviews that have been done in Off the Ball in the last while, we've had Sean O'Gohalpin talking about running through the wall of China for Jimmy Barry Murphy if he taps you on the shoulder and tells you what to do. We've had Ronan O'Gara talking about, about him being his hero growing up. Roy Keane said in a Monday Night Football that Jimmy Barry Murphy is one of the dinner guests that he'd have if he could have any three people in the world. JBM was his hero growing up in Cork. Um, what, 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 you know, what, like, when was JBM's 70s? 70s was his peak. So, J- JBM all, like Raj and Roy Keane they're on a similar age yeah so like that's do you know what I mean? when you're a certain age you're idolised sports people and that, he does he seems to be like the man in Cork like. I think it was as much to do with the style that he had the, mm. the, the way he kind of like JBM would score goals and he excited the crowd and he'd celebrate and he'd engage with the crowd and he loved Cork people and Cork mm. and I just think that's how they responded to him but lads his role of honour is just sensational he wins an All-Ireland minor football title he wins an All-Ireland minor hurling title. He starts for Cork in the 1973 All-Ireland final against Galway. He scores two goals in that game. And there's an iconic moment where he gets the ball and the commentator goes, Jimmy Barry Murphy, what's he going to do when he gets the ball? And he sells two dummies and buries them to the back of the net. So immediately there's icon status there. He turns around. It's nearly like a Shearer celebration. Shearer. Well, I suppose Shearer's one arm. There's two arms in the air like that running away. And we were talking about celebrations last week. They don't really happen anymore. So that's 73. Uh... He's called up to the Cork Senior Hurling panel at 20 years of age in 75. I think Cork will want to win three all Ireland. Sorry, in a row what, in sorry what was 73 then? Football final. Football final. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so then, right, he actually quits playing football in 1980. He plays the two of them from 75 to 80. But he quits playing football in 1980 because they lost the 1975 Munster final to Kerry. They get robbed in the 1976 well, Kerry, Munster Kerry final to Kerry then, yeah. after a replay. He still talks about that. 1977, they're beaten by Kerry. 1978, 89 and 80. And at the end of 80, after all the stick and the shit he got off the Kerry defenders, JBM said he was sticking to just hurling for the rest of his career. And that's where he did a county football. Apparently, Jimmy Deanahan was the, the culprit, James. And uh, he said, in hurling, he goes, I asked, what was the difference? Like, why could you defend yourself in hurling? He said, well, you have a bloody stick in hurling, so no one's going to do to you what the Kerry backs used to do to him back in the day. So Defend your honour, like, Jimmy. Defend the Kerry lads. Like. Well, I just think that's the way yeah. Kerry were. Like That's the way football was back then. Yeah, I don't think that's an insult to the Kerry backs. Either. It's nearly a compliment. They were so filthy, he retired. <laughs> that's essentially <laughs> what happened. Ran a legend out of the game. That is <laughs> yeah. top of the pops. <laughs> nah, you, you have to treat the best fellas like that. I agree, yeah. I think it's well, a compliment to... I, th- to I think back then, though, it was a bit reckless in terms of um, the treatment, the, the the way the referees actually dealt with it. Like, there was no uh, there was no protection whatsoever. Yeah. yeah, so he won... It was it was like an episode of Hunger Games. Yeah, I think it was a little bit like that. But even the, the Tomas Shea, or the Paddy Shea punch on... Um, yeah, great clip. Who was that that he hit? Dinny Allen. Dinny Allen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is... That's just... Brilliant! Yeah. It's great. A punch each. It's great TV. One in up and then off you go. Two yellows. One yeah. and now you're on. Go on. Yeah. So JB won, JBM won six All Ireland titles overall, five hurling, one football. He also won uh, football and hurling All Ireland club titles with Finbar. Jesus. And he went on to do that too. It's unbelievable. Lads. Did he win a Sigurdsson? The, the, the lengthy play for. Don't know if he won a Sigurdsson. He won Railway Cups too. Um, I don't know if he won a Sigurdsson, but uh, I don't think the he Railway did. Cup is that missed. I think it was so. big time back then. Yeah. It was big time. I think so. Then. I'd love to. F- when once we fix the calendar, I think we can talk about bringing back the Railway Cup. Are I don't we, think we can talk I about it. Do we have to fix the calendar? That's the definition of every man for himself, though, isn't it? Like? Railway Cup. <laughs> but sure, carry- you, you're not going to be slipping in a ball into the inside line. Do you ever now. play Railway Cup? Play outside of the right. Yeah, from the 50. Tipperary lad inside you there. There you are, son. Pam <laughs> <laughs> that into the net. It's a show and go, is what you're giving him. <laughs> wasn't on. It wasn't on. <laughs> No, the Railway Cup play? is dead. Nah, it's gone. I was going to be honest with Leinster and I broke my wrist. Pillar Caffrey was actually the Leinster manager. This was back in the day. In the 2007, maybe, 2008. I think no I only played one game with Dublin. Like, no uh, way. It was going to be on and it broke my wrist. Yeah. I was a back at the time, so thank fuck. I think they got hammered by Ulster. Anyway. Ulster always took it real seriously and whopped mm, everyone. Yeah. Uh, when did they finish it up? 
Uh, middle of the so 15 last or 16 decade. Was it? Yeah, well, I was down, down yeah. to reason enough now. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. But so they're trying to get that in, trying to get the Aussie rules in, and then the clubs. It's thing. hard, like. And with the, new, the season like this now, it's just, there's not a spot yeah. for it. Like. It just not wasn't getting the covers. Like. No one. That's the reality. Like, no one's got to really it, watch it. Like. It was class, though. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting. Like, um, the funny thing around obviously football back then, like we had Dave Barry on as well, who's man of the match in the 89 Ireland final, all star that year. He was banned from playing football for Cork because he played for Cork City as well. The ban, you, you just forget yeah. the, the impact of the ban on yeah. these Cork legends back then. Um, JBM was a talented soccer player as well. His son, Brian, is obviously manager of the Man City Elite Development Squad. Oh. And we had Tomas Mulcahy. Uh, I never asked him, but sure, you know, I can put a word in for you, Paddy. Yeah. City, City have about <laughs> 40,000 free seats every week. <laughs> Very true. Huh? Very true. You rock up and play a tenner at the gate. Like, it's like a club match. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tip yeah. him and a tenner and let you straight Do you know what? I, I asked Tomas Mulcahy what he missed about playing. And he said, not much, but the one thing he did miss. And he thinks he wants the GA to bring this back. And I don't know what you think of it. But he described... All Ireland final day, the noise, what it was like back then. You do your warm up, right? And after your warm up, you'd return to the dressing room. Mm. Okay? For you one go back last. to the dressing room for one last smoke chat. Back for the last 30 seconds, the last words. And then what happened was do you remember the old footage of the days? The boy sprinting out of the dressing room. Yeah. It doesn't really mm. happen as much anymore. Jeez, and he yeah. said, that was. That is Electric. the stuff he thinks about. The hair in the back of the neck. That is what he pictures when he misses it. It's that sprint out of the tunnel in a packed Crow Park in All Ireland final well, you, day. You, st- you still can't Straight do into that. your position. Do you, does that still happen? You can sprint out, but then you have a warm-up for 25 minutes in a parade. Yeah, exactly. So and the stadium isn't as full. He, he's talking about seven minutes yeah, of throwing. just before throwing. Yeah, that'd be... Yeah. Mm, I like that. And he's and like, is it straight into the minutes. anthem or are you straight into your position? You're straight into the anthem, I think, and then you're you're going or whatever. So it's about that's five class. six minutes for throwing, and the noise he said is unbelievable. And he goes, "That's what he misses," and he loves them. He doesn't know why they did away with it. He loves them to bring but that then back. There was like when the anthem finishes and you jog up to your positions. There's an unbelievable roar as well. Like, mm. When you're walking around. No, no. When oh, the, parade, the anthem finishes. Oh, sorry. And it's into your positions. So that yeah. finishes mm. the the last bit of roar on the vein, and then you jog into your positions, and it's. Electric, yeah. but nobody of, finishes or on nah, the, the nah, all screen nah. so glass. I, I, I do remember years. that, yeah. I do remember those moments, but like coming full tilt out of the dressing room, you'd fucking do your ankle coming out of the tunnel in a croaker. Like <laughs> standing there during the Aurora Naveen, I used to find it very hard because I'd be too twitchy, I'd be jumping up and down. Did like, you sing it? No. Would you throw a few bars in? No, um, I would, yeah, I would, yeah, would but then oh. I'd be, I get distracted and I'd have to. Do tuck jumps or something, and I, I, I just knew I was just oh, I wasn't fitting into the line of <laughs> of the boys. Do you know what I mean? Here between Danny, I'd and have to go on the very put your arms up. No wonder your shoulders were fucked. Like. <laughs> I'd have to be on the edge so I wouldn't be disturbing any other fellas. Kind of concentrating, like it's kind of a last chance as well to get your shit together. Did you do mm-hmm. a little link? Did you just link up? We never linked up. We just um, we did sometimes, I suppose, depending. There's always a bit of something going on, isn't there? We never talked about it, like yeah. Yeah. Like but no, the, the the build up to throwing like it's like three twenty eight. You have to stand yeah, here and yeah. fucking three three fifteen. You have thirty seconds to go here. You have a bathroom break then for ninety seconds. Just like fuck off. Come on, like, <laughs> yeah. I, Leave us off. I, I don't know. Even the warm up is is short in some games because you're not loaded onto the field. Yeah. And then. Yeah, the wa- so you could be walking the field. You could be walking the field. Yeah, way better, way better in seventy. Yeah, old school, like, but, oh, but you could be walking the pitch. Yeah. You're walking the pitch before the game, right? You're not allowed on the There's nobody the in the stadium. The There's nobody in the stadium. I know they're kicking you off the pitch. You're about to play <laughs> biggest game of your life, lads. You can't be on that pitch. Huh? <laughs> they're very precious about that fucking pitch at Crow Park, aren't they? Like. There, oh, like, yeah. It's like, mate, I'm playing. God help you if you're bringing O'Neill's onto it. Oh. Just throwing a water bottle down, like, start littering the pitch, like, just the right. The precious, <laughs> they let the Diego boys uh, kick We're points this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, So that was a privilege. It is, yeah. But that's the, yeah. the pinnacle of broadcasting, Paddy, like, you did, know. Did you, did you sing the anthem? No. Ever? Mm, I don't think so. No. And is that a is that like a political reason or is it just a? <laughs> he took a knee. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like Kaepernick. <laughs> no, I just never. No, it's, it's, we actually didn't take any of those things. It's just like you're just ready to rock it. 
Mm. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's got their own <laughs> messed up stuff going on at that time. Fist in the air, like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I lost the boot deal with Nike because of that. Bastards. Uh, oh, lads. Just do it. Um, <laughs> anyway. That was the question I had for you. Oh, yeah. Dragging this cork show yeah no I, I am dragging it I, we, I had a topic I wanted to go to James about but I think we won't have time to go to it um, we were talking about it pre-show else to talk about this week. but uh, <laughs> I did want to ask you that was a great was, year let's huh it struck me that paywall is going well it struck me that listening to, to Raj and Roy and, and Sean Oak talking about their hero and JBM being it I, I asked myself but these two boys have interesting stories around their own sporting heroes growing up sporting heroes I think my sporting heroes were more foreign game based in <laughs> soccer. I was a big soccer fan. What age? Go on, give us a guess. What, what age were huh? you? Give us the age and the years where you were like. On oh, 96. So ni- 96, got my first Man United jersey, Kenton and number seven on the back with the collar. So I was. What, the what business. age were you in 96? It's probably six. Seven. Six. 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 So until six. you were Yeah. yeah. I like, it used to be down the green with the collar up. Oh man, it was class. Like, yeah. I lived in that jersey. So I say Kenton was probably my first hero here in terms of sporting. So what? It was either that or football, really. Hmm. See, see, and was rugby not big back then? Not nowhere no. near as big as it is now. Like, it, was, it wasn't was, even big in the provinces last. No, it wasn't even I mean. as big was in, in Munster anywhere, or Leinster. Yeah. yeah. So it was soccer, yeah, and you were United. So Kenton, yeah. Keno? Yeah, it was. Roy? Oh, no, United. Keno was probably a bit later, was he? After Cantona. He wasn't glamorous enough mm. for me at the time. You were, As you I got older, yeah, I appreciate it. That's funny. Was, so you, you were always going, that's the glamorous part. I love the grit. Like, the, when I was growing no, up, I love no the interest, grit. That's, that's you all <laughs> no over. The grit. I knew you'd like to <laughs> fucking made, like. You were loving, like, Gary Pallister or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Philly, no Philly Jordan and Graham Gary were my favourite. And, sorry, Brian McGuigan. I love that. Gary had a bit of show business, to be fair to him. Yeah. Nicky Butt would have been your favourite man. No. Yes, for Blancfist. He was good, yeah, man. Aye, yeah, up and down the way. He started the Champions League final. He did, because the lads were suspended. Nearly, and Paddy, were you all about the flash? It was Cantonado, wasn't it? The 90s. Like, I was big United as well. Uh, I didn't even watch Gab back then, lads. <laughs> the only thing I no, watched I didn't was soccer. Uh, and rugby, like, so rugby only came on the scene about 10 years after that. Uh, Cantona and... Bex probably, yeah. You said Bex as well, mm. Jimmy. Same, man. I, was, I really like Bex. I'd say you bought a post for the Bex. Everyone, like, uh, oh, everyone who wasn't United hated Bex. Like. So that made mm-hmm. you like him more. Like. It's always that, like, you're the pantomime villain. We're all, because there's obviously a lot of Liverpool fans around, and everyone's giving Bex. And so he got sent off with England then. He was getting a load of lift, but, but I always liked Bex, and I was a big fan of Posh Spice. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, baby spice every day of the week. Really? I actually had a poster of Beckham and I had a Spice Girls poster of baby spice. No, I was posh. I was posh spice for me. Oh no, posh spice. No, no, no. Baby spice. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a random one, that now. It's not, Maybe, man. It was usually I was a lot, I was a lot younger than you, though. You're only two years younger than me. Fuck off. Like. I was banana from the 80s. Like. Uh, <laughs> Madge <laughs> and poster of Madge up <laughs> George Michael uh, anyway I, uh, Beckham was the man I remember Beckham when he like if Beckham got a pair of Predators like did, God help us I had to did you wear and I would never get them my parents would never buy them for did me you, but like that was all I could think about I was Preds I wore Preds yeah I was Preds until they went plasticky yeah then I went Nike yeah Timples. same as myself I went Preds and then Nike yeah impossible as nothing <laughs> there you go boys who else be a sporting hero I suppose it was very handy for me as a 10 year old Manchester United fan to have Wayne Rooney joining the club as a, yeah. I did have to ignore some of the off the field transgressions but you didn't know when you were a kid when you were a kid no. you didn't really know no. what was going on there of course not he was like I absolutely love Wayne Rooney but hang on Rooney's only that was that we weren't that young when Rooney. Oh, Rooney breaks in the scene. Oh, four. I'm ten. Rooney breaks in the scene. Four. Against Galatasaray. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I've won you. Do you know? I watched Hurling when I was younger. Yeah. Wexford. Yeah. Yeah. Wexford won the All Ireland '96. We'd uh, we'd a holiday home in Wexford. Uh, we used to go down there every summer. And uh, Wex Wexford were big time back then. They won the All Ireland '96. They won Leinster '97. It's a great team. And I got into GA because of Wexford Hurling. Would you believe that? No way. Yeah, that's how. That was how I got in. I was soccer, and then Wexford won. 
and I got a signed jersey. What about this? By Billy Byrne. Do you remember this fella? Billy Byrne played with Wexford and he gave me a signed Wexford jersey. That's class. Yeah, and so there you go. Mark. You just didn't talk to Patter, did you not? No, no. <laughs> Patter was out at Dublin Miners, so he's no useless at that time. Um, so it was um, <laughs> Martin Story, Tom Dempsey. Yeah, the Wexford oh, yeah. hurling team in 96 would have been heroes of mine. Like, what about that? I remember that there now, yeah. And Bex. Bex and Martin Story. <laughs> George, George O'Connor was still on the team. In George O'Connor was there, yeah, he was. Yeah. With, the, with the tash. He was coming on, yeah. Martin Story was the captain. Tom Dempsey yeah. scored the goal against Limerick in the final. Uh, Billy Byrne. Billy Byrne was man. super supportive. Liam Griffin was the, the boss man, yeah. Damien Fitzhenry in goal. Yeah. Just Damien Fitzhenry in goal. Davy Fitz was in goal for Clare. Cummins was in goal for Tip. Whoa. Cusack and Cork. Yeah, there's Cusack. some iconic Cusack's keepers later, back then. Though, wasn't he? Yeah, I think Fitz is a bit later as well. No, Fitz, yeah. the, uh, Damien, or Davy Fitz was in goal in 95, 97, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, okay. yeah. And he won the two All-Irons with Lachnan, yeah. Hurling in the 90s was good now. Hmm. Yeah. Cracking. Crackin did you see Austin Gleeson's point? I did see <sighs> that. The best part no, of it wasn't the point, no, though. Given no, the ref lift. That, what do you mean the best part? I think the whole lot of it is, is, is wrong. Oh, you didn't like it? No. He's on 21. Well, what didn't you like? You can't be doing that. It's hurling. You can't it's just nonsense. launch it from there. It must be something with the slitter. Because yeah. I've noticed, actually, the O'Neill's, the quality of an O'Neill's football is oh. gone to pot as well. I've oh. taught that, too, in recent oh. years. Losers. Yes. The material is not the same. They last half the time. They're going to come after And you, you can launch them. Remember back in the day, if you got a new O'Neill's, like... Yeah. I mean, you, it's a sweet kick, but you wouldn't it. launch it. Yeah, yeah. No, you can just... Ping it. Almost come back. Same with the slitters. Could you kick you just throw it over the inside of the boot from the forty five? Not bad. A new one is. Yeah. Flick it over. Would you? Easier than you would an old one is. Jesus. They're gonna come out after you for that. You well, the, the slitter is definitely having an impact on the game. Like the ball is going way too fast. What's the story um, of slitter? Is that the whole point of that? Is that why they brought that in? Why did they bring yeah, in that? The but imagine imagine you're a forward, you're working hard, the next thing you foul someone. Next to their own goal, and score, and they bring back the free taker to throw it over. But like sure, that's, that's hurling, James. Like Damon Burns has been doing it for the last couple of years. Not from that far back. This was yeah, it must have been a bit of a wind. I'd say there was a bit of a wind. You, I was, I was, I was at a, a, a hurling game in Clare. I was beside yeah. Dermot Burns, and he was launching them over from inside his own forty-five. Yeah. Not a bad runner, flicking them over. Yeah, I was at a club hurling game in Clare yeah. at the weekend, and a couple of frees taken from the their own twenty-one that just went wide. Now they didn't go over the bar, but you know they're going for it, like. So it's uh, uh, yeah, I. I would just question not the skill level obviously it's an unbelievable thing to hit it from there but like it takes Should away from the game a bit if they're taking a shot from that far back yeah 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 anyways um yeah your heroes that was interesting <laughs> sorry sorry just off that right last one and we're, there's loads of GA news to get to then is there but I, th- I thought this would there isn't yeah there's loads there's loads <laughs> the league will start in <laughs> when's the Oberon Cup on? when's the Oberon Cup drop those genius. Um, Roy was obviously asked his three dinner guests. King. Oh. Yeah, and he said on Monday Night Football, so it was like oh, Palace Bournemouth. Yeah. They didn't have much to talk about. Like this. You know. Yeah. And he was asked, who would be your three ideal dinner guests? Um, and he said, Muhammad Ali, JBM, and uh, Barry McGuigan. So. Muhammad Ali is like a token one, isn't it? Like, that's when. Who would you go for? I can't think of anything, so I'm going to put in Muhammad Ali. Like. Paddy, give us some of yours then. Who would you go for? I'd obviously teed you up on this a little beforehand. So you've had a little time to think. You had about 30 seconds before the start of the pod. 25 minutes talking about Cork and Wexford hurling. Like. Jimmy, you go mm. first and give me a bit of flavour. Like. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> 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 it's difficult because if it's a dinner party, like, is it just the four of you there then? You're having a couple of beers. You're, you're a on pizza. it. Like you're on one. Like. Do you know? It's like after a road show. You're going on one. Like. Mm. There's golf the next morning. I, I think and we can pick any age as well anything you want man your bag I would yeah. like you can bring it back to the like, I would like to maybe oh. go out with Baby George Spice. Best in his in his 20s oh, Jesus yeah or have a few points him. just to hear the crack I'd have, just even I'd if have he told a few stories I think he would have some ferocious stories I don't think he'd even have to like add legs onto it like I think he'd have I think he'd be a good man to tell a few, a few stories. I'd have best. And I agree with that. Obviously, an absolute, unbelievable 
sportsman as well. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. But of course. that's completely secondary. I don't want to hear don't care about that. About, don't give me anything <laughs> about fucking United in the 60s. Right, Bestie is one. Yeah, I, actually, baby spice. I have Bestie's autograph. Met him as a kid. Oh, really? That's a nice. Yeah. That'd be a good one. I was, like 10, I was never yeah. one for autographs either. Yeah, neither was I, but my, uh, I actually have to thank my mum for that one. I was only like 10. I was a United Mad fan and she spotted him in the airport and... Oh, I dragged yeah, me over the airport's a good so. spot to see them, yeah. And just said hello, shook, shook my hand, he was lovely, lovely man, but uh, yeah, George Best. Did you do something like the Malaga fans at the airport? Did no. Did you see that? No, what was that? Did you see what they did? No. Oh, no, is it Malaga? It they got relegated like the third division. And they turned up at the airport and they just, there was like a thousand of them with signs and then any young fella in their 20s that came through the inter-arrivals, they pretended he was a new signing. <laughs> And they just started cheering and get him over, <laughs> trying to interview him and everything. That's oh, hilarious. Classic. That's very cool. brilliant. Great banter. Go on, Paddy. Give us one of yours. I would let Jimmy finish his three. So, baby, ba- baby spice, George Best, and who else? I wouldn't mind Tiger Woods. Yeah, Jimmy. This mm, I like where you're going. There's a know, trend here. I think. I think that, that, that I think Tiger that Woods Tiger and Georgie Best would be a good mix. Is he? He does not give his true personality through the media I think there's a lot more layers to Tiger interesting okay and do you think you could un, uh, unpeel those layers over there well I'm obviously thinking best case scenario he's <laughs> he's loose the goose on the night <laughs> <laughs> this could go horribly wrong as well like, bestie could go nuclear Tiger could go into a shell you've got James George Best and Tiger Woods now that's very important Emma who is Bunton. the, the who is he'll the be stuck with Emma well. Bunton I think <laughs> Come on. My my ultimate sporting hero is Michael Jordan. So I I but I don't know do I want to bring him strong personalities. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know do I want to bring him to this. <laughs> I, it's your um, dinner party, man. But like yeah, it, where do you think you'd fit in with this now? <laughs> I'd be as you say, top of the pops. <laughs> <laughs> Would you the boys be loving you like you'd be giving it the big one about like oh, yeah. the same. You'd be going to Michael Jordan. Uh, <laughs> listen, you know Phil Jackson reminds me of. This but thing. I reckon Michael Jordan has like some serious um, skeletons in that closet. Like. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, you wouldn't be able to relax the at dinner with Jordan. And huh? You wouldn't be able to relax at dinner with Michael Jordan. Sure, he'd be trying to get you into a bit of match play the next day or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I thought yeah, Jordan yeah. would be heavy. I like a bit of that though. Yeah. Well, Paddy, but he was big into the betting and into the gambling. Which you were obviously uh, as well. You got. Well, I think he was more into. It was an. It was an. Well, was, he did have. He did have uh, obviously. Uh, gambling debts that were talked about in um, some of the documentaries, but it wasn't nearly as much the the kind of dueling, the competition. Jordan That's did. what he was obsessed with. Like, didn't he have so much money, he could like. He was always grand. Maybe. He lose a hundred million. It doesn't matter to him. Like. Yeah. Well, you never know. I don't, I don't know the intricacies of it. Paddy, your dinner guest. Well, I would find out, you see. That's the whole point. So you're a, like a documentary, Jimmy. Like. You have questions. Like. Yes. Okay. Exactly. You're like Michael Parkins. God rest in peace last week. So you'd All be right. into the other boys. Like. Yeah, yes. That's not bad. Well, no, I think that they'd, they'd, no, they'd, they'd be able to look after themselves as well. So what you'd... So Tiger, Michael Jordan and Georgie Best and Emma Bunton's coming to the afters. I'd be, I'd be happy. That's a good gig now. And where would you have it, Jimmy Ryan's? No, <laughs> no, Dan Linhans. Dan Linhans. <laughs> Obviously, Dan Linhans in the lounge of Dan Linhans. Ooh, right, I hear you. All right, Paddy, come on. Well, Georgie Best, I definitely have in. I said that. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't. There's no. You can't have the same. Well, they're, they're on at the same time. I thought, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> oh, There's an invite gone in. There's been a clash. There's been a clash. Exactly. Right. Uh, Pamela Anderson from the 90s is there. Oh. So she's in. She'd have great stories. You have to get the half in then. The half would be good now as well, but I don't think, I think he's coming to the afters as well. He's not on the main dinner. Pammy, myself, you've got a couple of good ones there. Who, who from the world of soccer? Kino, you see, Kino's yeah. dry now. Like he'd be good, but I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I think. I don't think, think Kino got on with Pammy. Like um, one of the Brazilians, I reckon, would be good. Crack. Ronaldinho. Well, how's his? I own, don't think he speaks much English. Neither does not Pat. much. I don't think it didn't. Didn't young was it one of the Bras or one of the Kerry lads went over? Who went over again? Uh, one of the young James, lads. one of the young Kerry footballers. Yeah. Paul Walsh. That's the guy that went over to Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah. Did you have Bex at it? 
Nah. Beck's just for like the pure. I love him. Beckham and like. Pam Anderson. There'd be great conversation there. Would be. I'd be, be the smartest of, uh... there. It'd be great. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be able to steer the conversation. Uh, who would I? I'd have Jalow. I'd have there. I reckon Beckham. Beckham's the same. He's fake as anything yeah. in the yeah. in like. Beck's enjoys the a gargle, like. I reckon there's a rootless side to Beckham as well. This those those premium. text messages or the emails he had about that opera singer that time. Oh, Jenkins, was it? No, I forgot that. Oh, that was, that's the I, real Beckham. We're gonna be I forgot. We're going to be getting a legal letter here now. I forgot Miami. that now. I'm going to have to Google that now and see can we actually say that. Probably not. Thanks, James. Uh, what's the word that you cover everything with there? The Allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged emails. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh, who else? Who's a good singer? Oh, no. What singer would you want there? Oh, yeah. Singer would be good. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy Dignam would have been good crack. Yeah. I had a few gargants with him. Uh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Nope. Uh, no, do you know what? I'm not going to sport at all. Like, we're not talking about sport. You're not going to be talking about sport, dinner. So I'd have Pammy. I'd have Daniel Craig, James Bond. Because he yeah. loves a gargle. Yeah. Okay. And... I don't know, is he any crack, though? Well, I'd say he'd have a few, you know. Fuck. See, I'm under pressure. I'm trying to think of an actor or a singer. Yeah. That's okay. You can go. That's your tree. You need more. You need more. more like. Bex. I don't no. want Bex there. Bex is okay, too much. No, I thought you were Beckham. going for Beckham. I no, wasn't. I Bex didn't. and the Hoff are coming to the afters. We'll meet, we'll meet <laughs> around in Jimmy Bryant's. They'll be in Manhans. We'll be around at the Great Southern and we'll meet in uh, Jimmy Bryant's <laughs> after. And the Hoff will be there. Behind I should have asked you for your Bryant's. perfect roadshow guest. That'd have been a better one. Come on, uh, I was going Gallagher. more sporting. Noel Gallagher. Okay, that's fair. Go with that. Uh, you'd have to go Liam Gallagher if you're going with the Gallagher. Do they come as one? They're joint no, guests. They definitely don't come as no, one. No, but they would for this. For this, no. they're going to rewrite for this. Yeah, you can go any time. You can okay. go back yeah, when they so were that's friendly. Plus one. So they the take out one guest. So oh, James Bond, peak, Pammy, peak and content. Oasis. Peak and we'll content. meet the okay. half after Jimmy Bright. That sounds good, lads. Thanks. I'm really happy I asked that question. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> who are yours, Tommy? Uh, Bruce Springsteen. The boss. Um, great nah. for sing song. Yeah, Bruce. Nah, I'd he wouldn't be, shut up singing. I'd be. We need him yeah, at the end uh, of the night, though, Jimmy. He'd be no, on an eight-hour concert. And Bruce. He'd, 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 he'd have a Bruce would have stories. He'd have he's a, a story teller with uh, Michael Jordan. Him and Michael Jordan. Story teller. Bruce Denzel. No. Denzel Washington. Denzel Big fan of Denzel. Very serious though. Ah no, bit of crack. I think <laughs> I love picking up. Grant, Grant, I won't go for Denzel. I'll go. <laughs> no, took me a Denzel. Absolute shite ass. Like so, Pam is the Eddie Murphy. Movie. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. I'll go for Eddie Murphy. Oh, instead. Eddie Murphy. Be very right. Good. Eddie Murphy. Okay, and uh, I'm a big fan of Denzel though. I'm gonna go see the Equalizer soon. Yeah, so Eddie Murphy and uh, Bruce. Eddie Murphy. I'd probably get Roy Keane in there just to see the dynamic. Keane would hold his own. I'd say. Yeah, big fan of Roy. I, so think the only two, I do, I do like Roy Keane. Yeah. Baby Spice and Pammy would be in the corner, half would be behind the bar, <laughs> Bruce is singing a few tunes, and Tiger and Michael Jordan are doing bets with Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Good night. Road, okay. Our next road show. Yeah, we will uh, We will keep an eye out for that one. That was... Uh, Is that the pod? Is that the end of the pod? That's the pod, yeah. <laughs> Great so, season, lads. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the themes last night, I'm not going to get back in the cork, was the Jeez. utter disdain that they all have for football at the minute. So I think we'll come back to that maybe in 2024 and hopefully it'll have been fixed by that stage. Uh, all the lads are bored of football. But I think, to be fair, Cork had the Roscommon game, which was a difficult watch, and the Derry game, which was a difficult oh, watch. So JBM said he found it very difficult. He loves watching football, I guess, at the semi-final stage and the all Ireland final, but finds it difficult beyond that. So that that is an issue that we need to sort. Uh, two things caught my eye this week, and it's kind of related to the two ye and the ages that you're now at, and the fact that you you're going to have a bit of quiet time now yeah. over the next Late couple of weeks and months. Um, the Throne Masters are in their third All-Ireland final in a row. They bet the dubs at the weekend. The Kerry Masters bet Galway, so they'll be meeting each other in that. Um, and Raymond Galligan has been appointed the Cavan boss at 36 years of age. So two potential options for you boys uh, going forward. 36 years old, current goalkeeper. This is a big call, a big step. Uh, current captain. He's got a big backroom team, an impressive backroom team assembled. Would this have ever appealed to you to go straight from a player to management or do you have any players in mind that it would suit because this is obviously quite a unique situation here with Raymond Galligan I, I couldn't think of anything worse 
No chance. Honestly, no I mean, chance. I mean, going from being a player straight into changing a relationship with everybody inside in that dressing room instantly. It's a very, very hard transition. I know people who've gone from from being maybe one level of a coach up to being a higher level of a coach and found that difficult. Never mind going from player to manager. It's chalk and cheese. And I, I think you have to have a good think about what kind of a manager you want to be. And that takes time. You have to kind of trash it out a bit. But it's a very brave, brave decision by all parties. And I hope it works out well. But I suppose just in terms of the dynamics of the of the dressing room, taking someone out of it and straight into management is is difficult. But I suppose we've seen it in Monaghan. It's it's with Vinnie Curry worked to an extent. Yeah, um, there was obviously a close. There's there was a couple of years I think with Vinnie Curry. Yeah, Snap there was a bit of a gap, and probably a turnover of players. Um, still a lot. But a very brave call. But I I honestly, it it must be so difficult. Look looking at the backroom team that he's assembled. Right, he's brought Tyrone former Toronto star Stephen O'Neill who we've had, on, we've had on the pod before in so O'Neill has obviously been a coach with Antrim and has been coaching at club level as well and very highly regarded in terms of what he's been able to impart on players and the teams he's been involved in so he's brought O'Neill in he's brought in James Burke who would have played his club football with Ballymun Kickhams a Mayo native who again um, really highly regarded across the board in, in football circles in demand James Burke a lot of counties are looking at him over the last while he's staying involved he's been in, in Cavan um Katrina McKiernan has come involved in, in that sort of life coach role oh, so yeah. a long distance runner for Ireland a legend of sport a legend in Cavan so that's that kind of that role of dealing with players on a personal level and, and obviously it's hard to figure out exactly what that um, aspect of that job is but it can be quite unique and, and dependent on the characters in the squad and the coach you have but they've also brought in um, double All-Ireland winning uh, manager Eamon Murray with the Mead Ladies oh yeah so You'd wonder, like, how how is Gallagher structuring his backroom team? You know, we're going to come to Liam McHale in a minute and, and his decision to step away. It's such a big thing now, your your backroom team and, and who you've got working in different areas. Maybe there's a way that Gallagher can, I don't know, uh, be leading the charge in certain aspects a, of it and some decisions are left to others or there's a selection committee involved in some decisions and maybe it isn't going to be that awkward. But that, that's the point. It's a balancing act between... You almost want enough people to agree with you. Like, because if you have opinion up here and opinion down there and every opinion going a different way, like you all have to be on the same on the same page. If you're not, it's not it's not gonna work. A healthy, it obviously happened a healthy in, in Mayo challenge, to an extent. A healthy challenge, but there could be no ambiguity of who is the main man. I think that's okay. important to, for for Gallagher to go in because you know, Amy Murray's an unbelievable coach with success and mm. winner manager. And you know, he'll have his own ideas on things as well. So I think when you're putting together a management team like that, we've seen it with Mayo, really, really high-profile characters in the game. The manager's the manager. And he has to be, right from the outset, I'd respect your opinion and I'd listen to you, but the book stops with him. And it's, the, when, yeah. when a team, it's his neck on the line. Yeah, when a team wins, it's the manager. When the team loses, it's the manager's fault. So fucking Jason Tindall there with Newcastle yesterday. All the stuff... Assistant coaches, selectors, all they play a role, but the winning and losing, it, it's the manager's head on the line with it. So you have to out, put that out at the very, very beginning. I'm going to have to final say on this, and if that's going to be a problem, well, maybe this won't work, and we'd have to go with someone else. But you don't want that situation when it comes to all or in the quarter final or all or in semi final, and there's a big row in the background because one mm-hmm. of the selectors wants this and the manager wants that, and it's causing friction in the team. That can't happen. And, I, and I've seen I, it has happened in the past, so right from the outset. And that's the challenge for a young manager when they haven't been in that situation. They mightn't have that authority themselves. They've just been playing for the last 15 years. So it's. I agree with Jimmy. I, I, I would have no interest in doing that and undertaking that. Definitely not now, maybe down the road in a couple of years' time, but. Fair play to Raymond Gallagher. That is a yeah. big con, and that's a big job. The big job with Cavan, you know, not a great year for them this year. Probably felt like they've underperformed a little bit, and there's yeah. big expectation in that county as well. You know, Massive so they, expectations. They yeah. expect to be probably. I think their fans probably overestimate their abilities as well. So that's an interesting one to watch. Yeah, well, historically, the Giants of Ulster football. Um, and they obviously won that title in 2020. They won in 97. There was a long gap there. Raymond Galligan's an interesting story in itself. He started out as a forward on the county team. He got dropped 
uh, went away for a couple of years and came back as a goalkeeper and has obviously been very, very good for Cavan and a real leader for them in their last couple of years and the bits of silverware that they've picked up along the way. So they won Division 3 this year. They're in Division 2 next year alongside Armagh, Cork, Donegal, Fermanagh, Kildare, Louth and Mead. So that's going to be an interesting division as always next year in the All-Ireland um, in the National Football League. So, yeah, interesting one. Um, and on the flip side... Uh, over Mayo, there's a bit of news this week. Liam McHale leaves due to a not not solely down to a disagreement over the style of play that's there, but he explained it in a an interview with Balna Community Radio that it was a difficult decision to step aside, but there were disagreements over Mayo's style of play. Um, it is difficult. There was five of us there, and the four other lads had a totally different philosophy on how this team should play than what I had. I was surprised at Kevin because normally we would be in sync. They're obviously brothers-in-law. Um, it's just I just felt there was no point in me being there. There is no point in me being there when I'm so far removed from their thinking. <laughs> so it's worked. That's going great. It worked for them. They won with Bridges. They won in Ireland with Bridges, and they stepped into the Bridges job together. So and they obviously had there was common job together where they won a Connacht. So it's worked for them before. Mikhail said I didn't want to drag anybody down I didn't want to upset the flow of the thing it was the right thing for me to step aside when you know he's on a different page to everybody else so he was also asked why he believes Mayo have been able to get over the line um, in well, the last couple years so, yeah I think in all the tight games we always lose them in the last 10 minutes that goes back to my own time as a footballer we have been losing all Ireland finals since 89 the same way in the last 10 minutes we are just not able to score and the opposition always get a couple of points in that stage to get over the line so that interview you can listen back to it is with Tara Doherty on Ballina Community Radio. So Liam McHale always an know. interesting character in football and has been involved in a lot of very um, interesting teams over the last couple of years. He stepped away from Mayo. Um, and more news this week: Kevin McLaughlin has retired off the back of Jason Doherty's retirement last week. So calls time in his 15-year intercounty career has won eight Connacht medals, uh, two national league titles, played in eight All Ireland finals, mm. and has won his club championships with Knockmore as well. So we'll obviously still be playing with them. Big so. player for Mayo. A lot of change in Mayo yeah. at the moment. Yeah, brilliant player McLaughlin. Always hard to to nail down. He floated around the place. Like some he'd, movement, great movement yeah. to have forward line. Like, yeah, bit of a dunk watch, James. No, similar. Yeah, I was just going to think similar ghosting in places into dangerous positions, uh, and he'd swing a point. That, and he had left leg, which is always like it is an advantage having a left leg. But he was a because you're different. Dunk Walsh was more up and down the sideline. I thought mm. Kevin McLaughlin was brilliant in the link. He'd always a handful to talk to our halfbacks. He was a handful to get a hold. It'd be so important for Mayo's transition. We obviously know Mayo with all the guys coming up from the halfback line, but he was an elusive player. Like look, mm. you see the reaction. You always know when the lad steps away and you see the reaction of his own teammates. They know him better than anyone else. Like mm. and you've seen that with Jason Doherty. Uh, I know Andy Moore would have been a big fan. Keith Higgins would have spoke about as well when he was on the show and McLaughlin as well. So, some innings from from the both of them, but that's they're nearly. It's a brand new Mayo team, isn't it? You know, they had a lot of people leave after Horan's when Horan stepped down himself, and then there's those two. Like who's left? Really? I'd love to know. I'd love to know, I'd love to know what pages what pages the two lads were on, or the four and the one. Like mm. what Mikhail? What was was he saying? We got to change this, or was he saying we're on the right path? You know, I'd love to actually hear that conversation. Get McHale on the next roadshow. Swap Roy Keane out for Lee McHale. <laughs> and we'll get him in. Well, no, like, hey, if you look at Mayo's always good company, Lee McHale. Play, Mayo's style of play, which we gave them a lot of credit for in the early part of the season when they won the National League, was really direct kick pass yes. fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. They probably tried to implement that. The championship didn't really work as much. So it would be interesting to know. Like, that, that, that's, that they did make like a couple a complete, of complete... They wanted this thing, and I definitely didn't want that. So I'd be interested to see. I agree with Jimmy. What uh, what was that? What was the big crux that McStay mm, yeah. and the lads but, were like? This is what we're doing, and he was like, "No, nope, not for me." We are only speculating, but um, you know, the Connor Loftus move was changed at very short notice. That was persisted with throughout the league. The first two games in the round robin, I didn't fancy Loftus that. got dropped at six. Now I, I'm not sure if if that necessarily worked or it was the right fit either. But he was bombed out with the team after the second game. Allegedly. the round robin. Yeah, and uh, well, he didn't. He, he didn't play there against Kerry and Killarney. Okay, maybe it was the round robin that they dropped him for. So that was the maybe that was that. Next day in Killarney, yeah. but he was resting yeah. that. That was a, an amazing call. I remember looking at that game, going, "Paddy Durkin was on the bench." Going, "What is our male doing here?" And they went Couple out of and injuries, blitzed yeah. 
And the lads came on though, they weren't injured. That was the thing. It was like, whoa, genius stuff. So, mm. interesting. Yeah, you, as think, you mentioned, will they replace Kieran O'Connor. Will they replace Aiden him? I don't know, it's already a fairly star-studded backroom I mean. team. Yeah, so, do they go you know, for someone else or just say no? Rochford's obviously heavily involved. Damien Mulligan, um, Max Day, and I'm obviously forgetting somebody as well. There's actually somebody in the mail back in the I'm forgetting. I can't remember who it is. Tommy, um, Tommy, 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 you're, you're slacking. You you let it go. Slacking. <laughs> End of season syndrome, isn't it? He's on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, that was a great season. It's a great year. Donny yeah. Buckley. How did I forget Donny Buckley? Donny Buckley's in there too. Yeah. A great year, lads. Yeah. That's so um, the pod has obviously been brought to you all year long by AIB, proud sponsors of the Senior to Football Championship. James, for one last time. Yes. Check out. Oh, check out. Oh no, it's hashtag the top. Is it not check out hashtag the top of some more? Is it? Yeah, man. Just Come on, you be so presentable. You check will, out. I'll give you a hit. Hashtag you the top of some more. You work there. Yeah, check out hashtag <laughs> the top of some more. So, uh, thanks, huge thanks to AIB for the thanks pod all year AIB. long and and for yeah. off the ball and to everybody who's listened in throughout the season. We are uh, very grateful. It's been there's been a great response to the podcast all year long. We've enjoyed it, lads, on our Mondays, haven't we? For the last. Yeah, six out of <laughs> When was our first pod? January. Was it January? First pod of season three was January. Yeah, January Jesus. 15th. Wowzers. A roller coaster season. Some good days. Some mm. majority that, geez, that round robin was a slow burner. But uh, no, enjoyed it. And a big, I agree to massive thank you. We, we got incredible listenership uh, throughout the championship. And the highlights, as always, the road shows down at Killarney and at Crow Park. Great nights. Massive support, appreciate it. We loved it, we did. Um, those uh, post show points always went down a treat too. Bloody beautiful. So, yeah, absolutely. James, Paddy, well done. Good work. I've got two weeks, two weeks yeah. holidays, two weeks beach holiday coming up for me. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yes. So when is that? I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring it, all the matches over the championship, and I'm just gonna watch them all again. Oh, recap. That's going to be, that's going to be my pre-season study for next year. A oh. student of the game. I'll send to that Cork Derry game. I'll send to the highlights yeah. from that. <laughs> yeah. Does, does oh, Christina no, know of you and Baby Spice? <laughs> First crush. She does. That's where we're leaving season three the football pod. James O'Donoghue, Paddy Andrews. <laughs> I think I'm going to mute your mics. Be good. Well done, lads. Talk soon. Season three Thanks, lads. Bag. See you, lads. See you, boys. Oop-de-doops.